Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Push Boundaries. I'm your host, Push. We got a special guest, Kyle Atkinson. Born and raised Salem, Oregon, all 25 years. Uh, motivational speaker and basketball coach at a local high school here. I feel it. Hey man, just to break the ice, on a scale of 1 through 10, how weird are you? I'm a weird cat, man. I'm a weird cat. Uh, 1 to 10, 1 being like not very weird, 10 being super weird. Yep. I'm gonna have to go like eight or nine on it. Yeah, man, I'm I'm pretty weird. Uh, you ask my buddies, I'm I'm a weird <laughs> guy. I'm out there, so I'm gonna feel it. Um, so explain explain your process behind your brand, man. I know you're a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, how did that how did that come come forward? Did you just wake up one day and you just wanted to motivate, or dude, it's crazy. Like how you just said it was pretty much it, and so I was with two of my best friends in the world, uh, Jalen Butte and AJ LaPrey, um, in a bar in downtown Salem one night. And at the bar, they were showing the, uh, like this E60, you know, on sports center. And it was this Olympic skier who had like broke her leg and she could skill, she could still ski, but she couldn't ski at the Olympic level anymore. And I'm thinking like, and me and Jalen both kind of look at each other and we're like, Yo, she's getting paid off of this story right here. Like, your story's way crazier. Like, yeah. you need to do that. And honestly, the next day, like, me and Jalen were sitting down sending emails out to people and seeing how I could get this thing going. So mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's how everything came about. I feel it, man. I mean, you know, you're fighting cancer mm-hmm. right now. I mean, where do you where do you find the motivation to still continue, you know, to, to do you? I mean, teach basketball yeah. and your love of the game. I yeah. Mean, I mean, I find that motivation really through my family, my friends, and my faith. Um, you know, I got two twin little brothers. Um, they're 14 now, but, like, I can see them following up in my footsteps, you know, playing basketball and now going to South next year, you know, like following in my footsteps, and I know that I need to really be there for them, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, not have a negative attitude on things because if I have a negative attitude – chances are they're going to have one too, you know. Yeah. So I just try to stay positive without with with them, you know, and try to keep them rolling mm-hmm. as well. So I, know, I saw, I think it's on your website, I saw that you have the records for South for three-pointers. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I feel Yeah, most, let's see, most in a game, most in a season, most in a career, and percentage in a career. Yeah, we got to get on the court. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so, I mean, how did you overcome your fears? You know, that's that's a gosh, man, you got some good questions. Uh I overcame my fears really like before like my surgeries and getting diagnosed with cancer, I was afraid of heights, spiders, snakes. I mean anything really fearful, you know, and all those fears went away when I got rolled into the OR for that first time, my first surgery ever. I was having a nine hour surgery where they were cutting into my brain and um, you know, rolling into those OR rolling into the OR, I was just laying there remember being freezing cold and just like letting everything go just like okay just fall asleep and wake up you know that was my only goal like fall asleep when they give you the medicine wake up when when you're ready to wake up you know and that's kind of when I faced my fears head on really um and yeah man I mean that's that was a huge huge part in my life right there Mm -hmm. I mean how do you live your life differently now uh I live it differently now, like, I do, I mean, 
when we were talking about fears, like I went skydiving two weeks after I got diagnosed. Um, so that covered my fear of heights. Um, you know, I live my life differently just in the way I act, the way I drive. I don't really hold back. Yeah. Um, the way I coach, um, you know, I'll tell kids what they what they need to be doing. If they have anything to say back, you know, I'll kind of put them in their place a little bit. So, but, yeah, you got something to say. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's it's nice, like, coaching, too. Like, you know, I'm working with 14- to 18-year-old boys who hurt, hurt their ankle, you know, sprain their ankle or jam a finger, and I'm just, like, on the court with my hospital mask on and yeah. my wheelchair and my walker and my cane, like, Yo, man. You, oh, you jammed your finger. That, that's crazy. You know, like the whole left side of my body doesn't work. So, yeah. yeah. Damn, man. I mean, how did you overcome setbacks? Man, that that's a good one. Um, I really overcame those setbacks, you know, once I – because I never really had a setback. I had never been injured mm-hmm. um, in 21 years of life, never – really had any setbacks you know my mom raised me and my little brothers and we were always well off you know we didn't have anything to worry about and having a setback like that given two weeks to live you know from a doctor that really was like whoa like what do I do now you know and I I knew like I I had two roads to go down you know I could have gone down the road of negativity and just had a just kind of had a shitty attitude towards everything and um, you know, everyone would have looked at me and been like, oh, no, don't worry. That, that's Kyle. He's got cancer. He's got two weeks to live. Like, don't worry about him. You know, he can he can feel bad. Or I could have just went down the road of positivity, which I'm mm-hmm. trying to stay on, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I do a pretty good job staying on it and been like, hey, look, I got two weeks left to live, but I'm going to make it the best damn two weeks of my life. Mm-hmm. So, Do you ever have, like, negative thoughts sometimes? Did that ever just cross your mind? Uh, you know, they cross my mind, but when they do, I'm, like, quick to get them out of there. Yeah. You know, like, I'll go do something that will take my mind off of it or go hang out with my little brothers. They usually mm-hmm. are pretty good at that, so. I mean, so you say you're a coach. What What do you say to young kids, I mean, to inspire them? Yeah. I mean, what what kind of messages do you give them? Well, I, I always tell them, you know, like, I played – college basketball two years um, I got diagnosed three days before I signed a division one scholarship um, with my brain tumor and um, you know I always tell the kids especially the kids I coach like hey you don't know what tomorrow brings you don't know what the next five minutes brings you know like you get in a car wreck on the way home you could get a phone call that changes your life you know like mm-hmm. so when you're on this court bust your ass and give everything you got yeah. Like live for the now exactly like whatever you got on the court man yes yeah. let it be known let people be known yep exactly so i mean do you still go to south and check up on the kids there or like students yeah i mean students like is it just strictly basketball or is uh, it you know like general? i try to contact some teachers that i you know, like, I mean, I still see, like, the football guys running around, and, um, you know, I'm currently in the works of going there and speaking at an assembly um, in front of about 1,800 kids. Mm-hmm. That's their enrollment there. Um, you ever get nervous? Oh, every time. <laughs> it's like a basketball game, though. Like, all the best players, I feel like, get nervous, but then when they step on the court, they're fine. Yeah. Like, once I say my first couple words in front of a couple thousand people, I'm good. Yeah. So. I mean, that's crazy, too, man. Like, a lot of kids need that, too, man. Like, for you to go up there and 
pretty much let it be known like hey like you're having a bad day like i'm going through cancer right now yeah you know what i mean yeah and it's the man i find that crazy like yeah like there's days i mean i'd say six seven days a week you know six days on a good week where i wake up and i'm like nope i'm not getting up today you know and i yeah. sit there for a minute and i'm like okay get up you know yeah. you can and this is goes back to those two roads i was talking about you know like I could lose my job on purpose and get back on disability and no one would bat an eye. But, you know, like I, I make a point to get out of bed every day, you know, and mm-hmm. have a positive outlook on life and uh, go to work. So, yeah, and that's what it is. I mean, do you let the kids know that, too? Like, stay positive? Yeah. You know, I that's really and I don't really say it a lot. Yeah. I just kind of say it through my actions, you yeah. know, so like. Mm-hmm. They'll see me being positive, being, you know, encouraging to them, empowering, um, also inspiring, too. Like, they see me giving that to them, they'll just feed off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was one word you would use to describe yourself, what would it be? Oh, man. That's a good one. Because uh... I got one, too, but I'm going to let you. You got one? I, I got one, but I'm going to let you say what you think. I can I can guess what yours is. I'm gonna say like mine. It's probably like I would say outgoing, okay. like maybe inspiring, motivational. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was yours? I said motivational. Yep. But I knew that was coming. <laughs> no, nice. definitely, man. Yeah. I mean, and I don't ever like walk down the street and try to be motivational, you know. But if I mm-hmm. see somebody struggling, like I'll stop and be like, "Hey, man, you know, can I pray with you real quick? You know, what's going on? Let's uh, let's talk it out, you know." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's sometimes what people need, too, mm-hmm. you know? Like, the other day, man, like, because I work, I mean, you know, part-time, I work in the retail industry. So uh-huh. it's like, when I see, like, someone just be rude for no reason, I'm like, damn, man, like, what Shut did up. I do to you? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just like, man, kindness goes a long way when someone's just like, even, like, have a good day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That can, like, change someone's day. Definitely. But, Definitely. Um, and you, you still hoop right now, right? Uh, yeah, every now and again, not not uh not as much as I'd like to. I think part of that is because like when I get out there, I can't do the same things that I used to be able to do. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I get out there every now and again. Yeah, I feel it. Um, has your love for the game changed, or is it you feel like it's grown? It hasn't changed, and it's funny you mention this because I was talking to a, another coach on the coaching staff who played college ball the other day, and he asked me. He said, "What do you miss?" what do you miss most about basketball? And I said, honestly, I don't miss crap about basketball. I don't miss crap about walking on the court. I don't miss crap about shooting in front of a couple hundred fans. Like I miss like being on a team, being a part of a team and um, you know, that camaraderie going on trips and going, going places with your team, you know, those long bus rides. That's, that's what I miss. That's, that's it. I don't miss the game at all. I feel it, man. Like, the other day, I was with the homies, and we were talking about, like, high school ball. Like, we take the charter bus to, like, Grants Pass yeah, and, like, Redmond. Oh, I remember, I think it was, because our schools are rivals, uh-huh. west and south, and I remember you were shooting deep threes. Yeah. Like, I'm over here, like, you're shooting, like, half court. And I'm like, yo, like, there's no way this guy's making it. I was like, because you hit a couple, and I'm like, all right, he's just getting, he's feeling himself. He's yeah. getting bold. Yeah. And then you were shooting deep, like, from half court, and I was yeah. like, there's no way. You're, like, sinking all of them. I was like, this is unreal. Yeah, man. I remember at West, too, I think I took a step or two over half court, and 
pulled up for a shot. You know, no one was guarding me, and I I made it. But I heard the whistle mid-shot, and our coach had called a timeout before I shot it. Mm-hmm. But I made it, so, yeah. Who is your role model? My role model? Who? Got a lot of them, man. My number one is probably my mom. Yeah. Like, she shows me what hard work and dedication is. Um, she's 40. Gosh, if she listens to this and I don't get her age right, she's going to be pissed. She's 44. Yeah, she was born in 75. 44. No, she might be 43. I'm going to say 43. Mm. Um, you know, and so she's 43 now and she's worked for the state for 20 something years and she you know when I got sick she's like I want to go into healthcare so she's going back to nursing school right now she's in her second term of her first year of nursing school and you know that inspires me you know like I see her going to school then going to work a full-time job coming home doing homework till midnight and then getting back up at 6 a.m you know mm-hmm. it's, it's inspiring damn that's crazy man and that's crazy how you inspired her inspired her too right I mean so we're helping each other out yeah I think my little brothers are a little too young to realize, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on with me and what's going on with my mom, you know. But mm-hmm. I think when they're older, they'll appreciate it a little mm-hmm. more, you know. Are they, um, your brothers, are they in They're in middle school or high school? Yeah, they're in middle school. They're eighth graders over at Salem Academy. Okay. Yeah. Huh, the academy. Yeah, man. I feel my it. My mom, they were acting up seventh <laughs> grade. And my mom was like, all right, you guys want to act up? They're getting good grades, don't get me wrong, but they're just yeah. being jerks at home. So my yeah. mom's like, all right, you guys want to do that? I'm going to enroll you in a private <laughs> school. So Hey, they always had a good basketball program. Though, yeah, like. yeah. They, they're they always decent, I think. Yeah. Um, but they're going to be going to South next year. So, mm-hmm. And Salem has some talent, right? It really does. Like, I think Oregon as a whole is underrated, especially Salem. Like, a lot of the Portland guys get love. But, like, Salem has a lot of talent that goes unnoticed or kind of under the radar. Mm-hmm. I feel like because it's a small city, too, like, I feel like especially with, like, putting out content, like, as in, like, I mean, you see a lot of, like, what is it, like, you know, Portland Portland kids or, even like, big city yeah. kids that put out, like, hoop mixtapes. Yeah, Bald is Live, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, man. No, there's nothing like that here. There's a dude who's actually kind of coming to our South Game S'mores. I don't know his name, but I know he's, uh, his, uh... His work that he does, it's called SS Visual Works. And he does all those little mixtapes. So, like, he comes and he shows our guys love all the time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a good dude. That's what's up, man. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like kids in Salem, man, like, you can either go down, like, a wrong path, a really dark path, or you can, I mean, use your resources to your full ability, For man. Real, like, man. Especially with the coaches around and all that, like, with you, like... Man, if I was a kid, I'd be picking at you, man. Right. Yo, like, what do I got to do? Like, am See, I doing this right? How's my shot? Do I you get to, those kids? I, you know, I, yes and no. Like, a lot of the kids that I get like that are already in the South program. Um, but, like, there's been plenty of people who have come up to my little brothers and said, yo, like, people would pay $100 an hour to work out with your brother, to learn from your brother, Kyle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, take advantage of it because he's doing it for free in the backyard you know and that's something i think will take some time with them and you know maybe when they get older they'll uh, understand that a little more so mm-hmm. i mean if there's one message that you can tell kids like what would it be one message i would tell as kids, far as you know, chasing their dreams 
as chasing the dreams. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll just say, don't stop till you get there. Um, my dream was to play for the Lakers and drive a purple Lamborghini. That was that was my ultimate goal. Um, and you know, hey, you can still pull up in a Lambo. Exactly, bro. that's what know. I'm saying. I I don't need to play for the Lakers, but maybe I can be like a video coordinator yeah. and pull up in a purple Lambo. You could you teach know? the Lakers, right? And you could teach Lonzo's jump shots. That's what I'm that. saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, really, just uh, you know, just stay motivated in everything you do. You know, I call my three F's: faith, family, and friendship. Um, you know, and I think back to when when I was diagnosed, when I was going through my treatment, when I couldn't walk, when I couldn't talk. You know, I had to relearn everything. Breathe, mm-hmm. eat, talk, uh, rights and lefts, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just it's just crazy going from there, fast forward to four years now, you know, where I am now. And, uh, you know, my left side's still pretty weak, but, you know, I'm, I'm walking again. I'm not in a wheelchair, so. Yeah. Yeah. What about the future, man? What you got, what you got planned for the future? Man, my plans for the future, I uh, I just want to speak honestly as much as possible. I want to mm-hmm. be able to to quit my day job. Yeah. Um, you know, I work at a middle school with special education students. Very re- rewarding job. Um, I love that job. Um, you know, but my my ultimate goal is just to inspire, empower, and encourage. You know, kids, the mm-hmm. youth, every day. And I think my I think my story really relates to every age range from 10 all the way up to 90 you know mm-hmm. um so that's that's my goal is just to speak full time wherever however you know however i can so i feel it man yeah well man i mean i appreciate you coming out man on, onto the podcast um it means a lot man yes sir and hey, we got to get on the court like i said i'm <laughs> trying to hoop yeah trying to hit a battle creek a courthouse or something yeah or hoop. man yeah i can do that yeah, yeah. I feel it, man. Um, all right, guys. Like, subscribe. Also, check out Kyle's website, kyleatkinson.com. I think it's kyle-atkinson.com. Kyle-atkinson, my bad. Nah, um, kyle-atkinson.com. Uh, he's also on social media. Um, once again, man, appreciate it, and thank you. Yes, sir.